Okay, welcome everybody to the Be Revolutionary Podcast. I am your host, Andrew Perry, with my co-host, Emily Berry, and today joining us is the big John Kane. Ooh. Welcome, Ooh. buddy. I appreciate you taking time out of your busy day. I like it. You Thank know you. that spring market is hot. <laughs> hot. So we appreciate you taking uh, the time out of your day to join the podcast. This is episode five of the podcast. Thank you, everybody, uh, for uh, always tuning in. We really appreciate it. Emily, how's the thing going? How was the last week for you? Well, last week was okay. Yeah. I didn't get a haircut. I saw still no haircut. you That's got a haircut. You, Congratulations no haircut. on your haircut. Yeah. At least we're all dressed similar today. Okay, I thought I'd go kind of like sort of dressy and yeah. then sort of just to match whatever you this were doing. This is an noir from Michael Caswell's, by the way. By and Caswell's. John is dressed in exactly what I knew he would show up in is a busy, loud shirt because that matches his personality. We're going to find out today, right, John? Always busy and loud, guys. <laughs> I, 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 I can't remember the last time I was quiet. So I have three kids. I always have to be Except loud or else I get maybe spoken the time over. that we talked post or pre-podcast except when he has sleeping he accidents sleeping. yeah we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll okay. get into that i'm today. sure we'll get into that later but honestly john thanks for for coming on the show um you know how long you've been with revel now um i've been with revel since the oh my goodness actually um i've been with revel no emily's pointing emily out, has no she's, she knows, she's pointing she out knows two years how long well, i was going to give you a welcome and introduce you so yeah. i've got some numbers he probably doesn't even know because all he does is sell 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 and he's like i don't know how long okay so same as last podcast let's rewind mm. and emily please introduce the show introduce our guest no you already introduced the revolutionary <laughs> podcast um i'm gonna introduce john kane because i yeah. really am excited to have him on today uh yeah. john is uh super fun we're gonna have fun today but you got your license in march 2018 roughly um wow. and right away joined my team i don't know if i think it was right away you think? You're missing a few steps there, though. What the M. heck am I missing? Um, I, did I, you know I flunk mean? this intro? You can even rewind a little bit. Um, oh, to when you were like making me do push-ups? Oh. I was with Revel about a year before I got my license. Ah. I, was, I was with Revel. Um, I had my first he's meeting. stealing with, my thunder first here. First I met with the... Yeah, I don't have it's to. It's normal. Sorry, I didn't mean to steal it. I've been with Revel for a long time at this point. It's the greatest brokerage well, in the world. Let's, let's <laughs> correct... Okay, let's just... So everyone knows what we're talking about. You yeah. committed to Revel long before you were licensed. Mm -hmm. And we're going to get into that today because okay. you dove into the education program before mm -hmm. you were licensed, which gave you a huge, huge head start um, starting yeah. your business. So yeah. I want to talk about that today. Um, been with my team two years, four months, but definitely uh, committed to Revel longer. Um, John, uh, one of the things I want to talk about today is um, what you did before you got licensed, because mm -hmm. that helped really um, give you a really good kickstart in the first year, and you got some momentum going. Mm -hmm. uh, is that a good segue? I don't know. Too, right? So, like talking about myself, and your story is basically similar to mine, so I love it. Do you want to tell us about what you did before you started your courses, why you thought about joining us crazy realtors, mm -hmm. and maybe um, a little bit about uh, when you're doing your courses and the Revel Ed stuff? Yeah, sure. Um, I'm always a very full-time personality. Um, my life is definitely yeah. loaded. I have three kids, so you have, you have two, so I got you there. I got you beat. beat yeah. um, so I have three children. I'm always very busy. Before I was a real estate agent, I was a personal trainer with Good Life Fitness. I was there yeah. for about... 10 years, I believe. Wow. That's oh, how I met cool. Emily. I remember um, that one day well. she went to the gym. And that people are going to say, the gym, yeah. Emily was actually went to Good Life and worked out. Yeah. It, it lasted about 
eight months. It lasted a couple of Facebook posts. I, I might have looked a little more in shape at one point. I was really, uh, but I wasn't showing up a lot, and I was kind of stiffing you a lot. I right? think I think we can all admit here, like we all we all train, we all try to be active, we all try and be physical. Yeah, yeah. I think we can all admit that real estate is so <laughs> full time, right? Yeah, that, yeah. that sometimes it can even take over your personal fitness goals and i, and I so. never thought that could possibly happen yeah like i always thought fitness was everything da, 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 this and that yeah. it's when you're in real estate you're in real estate all in all out or else or else yeah. you're not so doing you, a good enough so job so you see now I why i sometimes wouldn't show up and um i think definitely you you get the get that but i i mean you're so good at your job and i remember when john told me hey you know i'm taking the courses I, yeah. i'm gonna get into real estate i'd love to work with you guys i remember just saying, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Like you have the perfect yep. personality for this because he's very, very convincing with people and he's a, he's, he's a people person. Mm-hmm. And then you had a lot of contacts, right? And you started networking mm-hmm. right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Telling everybody you're getting into real estate, getting leads right away. That- <sighs> yeah, um, I, I believe uh, it's something that I truly 100% wanted to do. I never stopped talking about it with all my yeah. friends and associates. Mm-hmm. One of my managers back at the gym even said like, John, you're talking about real estate more than you're talking about fitness. And I'm like, man, it's conversation. <laughs> Number one thing, make clients have a good time. Yep. Make them have fun. Mm-hmm. If they're having fun, I have fun engaged, when you train you're entertained, us. Yeah. Then, then, then everything's progressive. Everything's moving forward. Mm-hmm. So um, that's my philosophy to this day. I always try and have fun. I always try and make everything be very upbeat. Yep. Um, and, uh, and yeah, you brought that into in. real estate because you're like mm-hmm. that with your clients. So the way you were mm-hmm. with your customers training, that's exactly how he is with his clients because mm-hmm. I see him with them. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, so, okay, you, you started networking and telling everybody you were getting into real estate. And I teach and train a lot of new agents and I always tell them, don't be anonymous. Don't wait mm-hmm. to tell people you're getting in real estate. Um, there's yeah. that sense of, oh, are there, people aren't going to use me because I'm new. I'm new. And I think you didn't care. You were like, that's okay. Mm-hmm. I'll go to the next person. Like, So you had such a good attitude John coming into it and then you started taking the classes right away right I think that man you made such a good point there the the new factor everyone's new at some point right exactly Um, back in the day I was a new personal trainer and I and I ran a seminar at at Revel about this one time Um, when when I started as a personal trainer I uh, I had the mentality that I was going to change lives I was going to be the best personal trainer nobody could help you better than I could I know this, I know that, you guys should follow me. And, and there's sort of a, a, a fake it until you make it aspect mm-hmm. of that as well. Yep. Um, but people buy in and they trust you. And, that, and that's what you need. It's a, it's a business built on trust, just like personal training. So, so yeah, no, I, I did carry that same mentality into real estate. Um, and I, I was well prepared in advance, absolutely. Yeah. And, and also, just so that other people... Uh, know what we're talking about. So our Revel Education Program, um, you can actually join and sign up with our brokerage uh, after course two, I believe is our... Yeah, right. but of course, I always recommend, you know, make sure it's for you. If you take the first course, sometimes there's a drop off after that first course and people yeah. don't continue. So yeah. if you're in like the second course, third course, and you know 100% you're yeah. going you're, you're gonna to finish and you're, this is for you and you're enjoying it, uh, I would 100% say to come talk to us because, yeah, um, yeah we, we will allow you. we're not going to be open to the conversation before you even start. We oh, can yeah, help you yeah. we, we get meet with started people. with But if people commit yeah. to Revel, um, we, we welcome them to start taking all of our classes. So that's yeah. what John did. He 
committed. He said, when I get my license, you know, in four months or five months or whenever, um, I want to work at Revel. So he, he was, he had access to all of the training, all the classes. I think we even started mentoring you a little bit. You might've even came on to some appointments with me, um, before you were licensed. And then by the time he got his license, like there was just, he was so much ahead of the game. Yeah. I think that's yeah. important, especially in real estate, just exactly kind of what you were talking about. It, it's not a necessarily about fake it till you make it, although I know all about that. Uh, but it's one of those things about being prepared mm-hmm. and hitting the ground running mm-hmm. and letting everybody know who you are, what you're doing, and what you're working towards. Because if, pe- if you're documenting that process mm-hmm. and if you're, if you're like actually literally learning, then mm-hmm. I don't see a problem with somebody being a new agent as long as they're doing what's necessary in order to become mm-hmm. successful and treat their clients with, you know, uh, the duty of care that they need, right? That's so well said. Andrew, honest to God, when I started, I felt like I had 15 years experience. Right. With all the, uh, is, that, is that weird to say? <laughs> like, I felt so really So he was good. confident. He used to say to me, I'm, I'm going to sell so many houses. I'm going to destroy real estate. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'd be like, wow. And you know, one of the things that John has is yeah. he's very convincing. And I think as a, as a top producer, if there's anybody watching that's a newer agent, you know mm-hmm. I have a recipe for top producers that because I've seen a lot rise yeah. to the top and I know that they have these three magic things. And the one is being convincing. You have yeah. to, well, we have to close deals. Conviction. We have to be convincing yeah. with people, but we have to be confident with what we're discussing and, and say they have to trust you, mm-hmm. right? They have Absolutely. to say, yeah, this guy knows what he's doing. He's going to take care of us. And he's very convincing. Um, First impressions is important. Your first impression on the phone and in person with people is very, very yep. strong. So he's always had that going for him right off the bat, open houses. I remember popping in his first open <laughs> house to check on him. I don't know if you remember this. And I was like, I'm just coming to check on you today. And you're like, all right, that's cool. And I sat off in the corner and I just sat there like with my mouth hanging open going like, what is yeah. happening right now? Because he just started converting all these people coming in the door and writing, writing and meeting and building relationships and talking to people. I was like, he doesn't even need me here. I'm going... Uh, and then the third is hustling. You are a hustler. Yeah. And those are my three magic ingredients. And that's John. Because that's he hustles, hustles, and he doesn't quit. Modeled after John, actually. He's at the office with his kids, you know. Uh, you know, they're playing basketball, and he's, like, doing his paperwork. And, and he just works overtime. And it's not a, a it. profession to be uh, not a hustler. So, so what, what do you think? I mean, obviously, going through uh, Aria at the time, uh, and now Humber, you know, uh, they have a lot of education, you know, um, but with Revel Ed, what do you think you learned the most from, like, which course do you think maybe prepped you the most? I, okay. Do you so have a favorite I, one? Careful, Emily, sitting Do you here. remember? I, do. I, I have, <laughs> I have a strong opinion ago. on all that. I think Good. that the, the real estate courses through Aria or Humber are very valuable. Yeah, good, um, good. Some people might be controversial to that. I think they're very valuable in the sense that they're ch- they are challenging. They're really challenging, and it, and it really instills hard work into your brain. You can't go in and just fly through the exam and yeah. not do the material and not do the prep mm-hmm. work. And I think that's the most practical advice you can get for real estate. You have to do the work. You're yep. not just going to fly through real estate. You have to work in and out every single day, yep. or else you won't be successful, period, right? So I think that's what I take from the ARIA courses or the, or the Humber courses, whatever way you want to look at it. Um, from Revel Ed, um, they're very practical. They're very hands-on. Yeah. They're very real-life oriented. We have a bunch of different instructors that run them at this yeah. point. So if I'm speaking in uh, current times, you get a different perception. Even if you've been to one course, um, 
you can see it in four different fashions from that's four right. different instructors. So right. I'm going to have a completely different spin when I teach that course than you would have or you would have. Mm -hmm. And each, each one is going to be interpreted differently, right? Yeah. yeah and I think a, that's one mm -hmm. of the biggest advantages of the Revel Ed program mm -hmm. at Revel in particular is just because the, uh, the variety of mentors that we have so essentially, when somebody gets started up with us, we do kind of ask them, do you have a mentor in mind, right? We also make suggestions based on your attributes and things that, you know, you want to pursue more. We have somebody who's more um, invested into country properties. We have people who are more invested into commercial properties. I do try uh, to pair social people media. nicely. Exactly. I, yeah, you I do a really them. good job Sometimes at that. Sometimes they have somebody Sometimes in mind, work. but... Sometimes, but, like, this, this one, one girl recently joined, and, and I had a one-on-one -on -one Zoom call with her. And right away, like, I thought, uh, Phyllis DiProfetis and her are going right. to match perfectly. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a great match. Um, but the courses, you know what, John, I appreciate you saying that. I think, I think the Humber and the Aurea courses get a lot of flack, like, for mm -hmm. not preparing you. And, and they don't 100% prepare you for what you're about no. to experience in real estate. Let's face it. For me, it's hard to Dealing with other agents, issues. negotiating, oh, bidding sure. wars, all that stuff, you can read about it, but until yeah. you're in that situation where you, you have to draft an offer in 20 minutes, yeah. you're on that site, you have, you, you know, you're trying to figure out these new websites, it's hard, right? Um, so it's practical learning uh, is, is always the best. Um, and we have so many classes. We have like upwards now, probably more than when you joined. For sure. I've created like so many more. Something. There's about 18 slideshow different classes, right. you know, different variety. But plus the business builder, plus the... Plus the business building classes, plus the demo we have web web forms. Yeah. We have DocuSign demos. Um, I do, uh, you know, the, the referral maker demo now. There's just so so many new classes, and so we yeah. really prep them. But you finish them all right away. Um, what I was going to say was, yep. uh, John. What John is really good at, John, and maybe you can talk about a little bit is um, is the calls, because when mm -hmm. COVID hit, um, I remember Joe and I saying, you know what. Like John is built for a pandemic because he's a Ooh, he loves the phone. Words. No, I remember Joe yeah. saying that. I was like, you know, know what? what? You you're you're right. Like he he's actually was conditioned for something like this to hit us and yep. not be allowed to leave yep. his house for two months, whereas some other people weren't. And and I think that that was a big advantage, John, that you had yeah. that you were comfortable with the phone and that's your only tool you had for a while, right? Mm -hmm. So you're continuing to build relationships and leads. Do you want to talk about yeah, that about, no, at all? How you shifted, and then also maybe a little bit about the virtual uh, meetings. Absolutely, um, I can speak on that. I I, I personally love phone calls. Um, I think mm -hmm. that your energy and and your your sort of personality can be communicated through a phone call, even yeah. if you haven't met them before. You can win somebody over. You're gonna have to give us a sample. What's a, that? A, a yeah, sample, sure, sample of like when you right say. Now. You want me I'll to turn my around? Phone calls. Okay. No, no, no. You got to hear a sample, okay? Give us like a little bring, oh, bring man. what you say, because it's not bring, like bring. hi. Is, it's Bob there. <laughs> bring, no. How are you today? No, that's not um, what he does. Yeah, yeah. I, I think people. Okay, I'll give you a sample. I guess. Sample. All right, guys. Here we go. Million I'm not even getting paid for this podcast here. Okay, so. Realistically, I think when most people make phone calls, their average mistake would be like uh, saying like, hey, hello, how are you? My name's Andrew Perry, and I'm with Revel Realty yeah. Inc. Brokerage, and I'm here to help you today. <laughs> to me, there's, uh, there's no personality in that. I really think you have to put a twist on everything. Um, when, I, when I call somebody and, and they pick up the phone, um, I immediately think, I, honestly, I, an, 
analyze their voice, how they answer it, what, how yeah. they're going. I usually say, hey, how are you? It's John Kane. How's it going today? We'll let them respond. Um, hey, John, I'm doing great. Um, yeah, I'm John Kane from Rebel Realty. Um, I'm here to help you because you've run into my platform on some level, and now we yeah. need to make a connection with each other. And I'm here to help you today. I'm just calling to make sure that your search is set up properly, and and maybe see if I can switch anything around for you. Mm -hmm. um, so so really, I just try and provide but you're, you're, value. You're you're more like uh, I think it's an approachable way he talks to people because it's not I'm like oh a telemarketer, oh somebody's yeah. just calling yeah. me and they're trying to get off the phone. Yeah. There, it's a, like it's an interesting uh hello that he does and with them every, right? everybody wants to talk real estate they, when you get do. them on the phone absolutely if you say you're into real estate they want to talk to you where yeah. can you go and not talk about real estate if you make a phone call and somebody mm -hmm. picks up the other end they want to talk to you they want to talk real estate mm -hmm. that's my opinion i i, I totally agree mm -hmm. yeah yeah. So, okay. So you were doing calls from home and I think what's important is, um, we were talking last week on our podcast about, about just not sitting and everything and just shifting really quickly. So I think you did that as well. You're like, okay, what do I need to do moving mm -hmm. forward? And you kept pushing and you kept making the calls. Mm -hmm. Um, so do you want to talk about how you, the first time you offered like a virtual meeting to somebody? Ooh. Because um, yeah. you were telling Ooh. me you were doing it even Ooh. before I was thinking of it. So many emotions and thoughts going back like a month ago. It's so hard. Because like we're skipping so much hard times there too. The, yeah. the, the, let me touch on my, my hardest attribute to overcome there. Sure. Which, yeah. what that was. Um, guys, I have three kids. Everyone's yeah. home. They were all home. Yeah. How am I going to make phone calls? My kid's <laughs> playing Fortnite, doing dances in the background. Oh TikTok my God. That was, uh, he was working. Yeah. All day. I, I don't even know what's... So I had to balance um, parenting and yeah. real estate full time. Yeah. I never got a break, which is fine. I love my kids. I love being around them. They assist me more than they hinder, yeah. but it's more on me wanting to do stuff with them than yeah. make the calls at home, which is still a challenge I that agree. everyone's going through right now. Yeah. Like I, I want to be with my kids. I want to go play Fortnite. I'm really yeah. good. I can build and crank 90s and all that crazy stuff for with my kids, right? Yeah. So it, that's the hardest challenge that I sort of went through is, uh, is just putting the time in for my work to do what I had done pre-pandemic. Um, I'm, I'm getting a grasp on it now, and um, my lead gen is at least one to two hours a day at this point. Yeah. Consistently, too. Consistently. Consistently. So it doesn't matter how busy time. he is yeah. with the paperwork mm -hmm. and the pending Which stuff, he's always doing lead gen. And that's really important for the new agents. Because mm -hmm. yeah. when I see new agents, like if oh, I ask them point. at any mm -hmm. time, that, like how many hours did you so put important. lead gen this week? Like some of them look like, well, what do you mean? Like, well, I didn't, I don't know. They're, they're not scheduling in their hours. They're not being... Co like committed to that to that lead gen, they're mm -hmm. just running around maybe with a couple but I, active people. I, but I also think um, that a lot of that stems from them maybe not knowing what to do. And I think that's where, again where Revel Ed comes in. And it was important mm -hmm. for you, for sure. important for us, not to drop the ball and and to pivot quickly to allow those courses to go online. Yeah. But I mean, it's 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 it is tough. A lot of people think that real estate. Uh, is more of, you know, less of a sales game than anything else. Mm -hmm. Like you and I, we came from the gym background where, mm -hmm. hey, it's Andrew Perry from LA Fitness. How are you doing today? Hey, John, it's Andrew. How are you from Andrew LA Fitness? You know, sure. it's like boom, 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 160 calls. Mm -hmm. Sit there for four hours a day. 
But real estate, <laughs> yeah, it's more relationship building and, right. and digging and more analyzing. Yeah, there's a lot more to it. It's organization, guys. Right. Okay, you are one of the most organized mm-hmm. agents on my team. I'm mm-hmm. not just saying that because he's sitting here. <laughs> he's super organized. He's, you know, with his stuff. He's very dedicated. He's got three kids. My kids were older. So when yep. the pandemic hit, uh, I was enjoying their time, like I mentioned last week. But they were 12 and 14, so they were self-sufficient. And I mm-hmm. remember thinking... Yeah, you were at home with your kids, and mm-hmm. you've got a little one there, and uh, but you work-life balance well, like you do. And I know we're all not perfect, but I think you do a better job than most people. Like, you're with your kids, uh, you do the soccer stuff. You bring them out. You know, with, I saw yeah. you hiking, you guys going on hikes and walks and, and doing all that stuff. Um, so that So that's good. Yeah, no, there's so much yeah. time spent away from the family. I want to commit as much mm-hmm. as I can to them no. when I can, right? Yeah. So... Um, I, th- I think it comes from like, again, communication with, with your spouse in those situations. Cause that's a really real topic as well. Right. Yeah, when are you guys going to schedule this and that? Um, you often put yourself on the back burner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I so, agree. so John, um, the awesome thing is that at your two year mark, it might've been under his two year mark. Um, mm-hmm. you started expressing interest in helping others. Mm-hmm. And I remember it didn't even occur to me, but he was really answering the phone and, and, and working with a lot of the new, new agents mm-hmm. right at his two year mark. And now you are a mentor on mm-hmm. the mentor program. And I only have probably, uh, you and maybe Darcy that really, um, at the two year mark were, were, were became mentors because yeah. of their experience. They had so much experience. Their paperwork was in order. Yeah. They had a desire to help. And at Revel, like we have that opportunity for people to be Become mentors if they mm-hmm. like genuinely want to help others and they have the experience. So I thought that was really cool. So at two years, you're you're on pace this year. Joe th- says uh, to do like 40, 50 ends, which is huge. Which is huge, huge. considering we had like three, <laughs> you know, a pretty bad. Yeah, that's okay. Three months. Um, I think that's pretty good. Um, and you're, I'm going to just throw some stats out here. In 2018, when you, when you started in March, you did about 30 deals in your first year, which is awesome. Huge. Huge. In 2019, you crushed it, doing 60 plus. Do you even know these numbers? I do. Yeah, you do, because yeah. you count. <laughs> I do. Okay, 2019 was awesome. And you know what, John? Um, if this hadn't hit us this year, you'd be on pace for more than 50, but 50 is like fantastic. Yeah, now that I'm amazing. showing this number, these numbers to him, though, he's so competitive. He's right now in his head like, going, you know what? I'm going to do 60 this year. I don't know. No, no. My, my instant thought about that is <sighs> I just want to work full time as much as possible. If no. I don't feel like I'm really busy in real estate, yeah. I feel like so, I'm not working enough, right? You feel so guilty. And you like my, meeting new people. You're a people person. Like so you people. like helping people get into homes yeah. and building yep. the relationships. For like sure. he's all about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. cool. I what do you... I want to just ask, yeah, what do you yeah. enjoy about, about training the new agents? What's, what's the best part of it? What's the best part of training? I, you know what? I, I guess I would say um, I enjoy teaching the classes. Mm-hmm. For, for yeah. when I like running Revel Ed. I don't care if it's on Zoom. Uh, have I done? Oh, yeah, I've done a few in person. We, we, I started the classes. Oh, your phone there. That's not my phone, oh, guys. Okay. Um, I started a few classes Too right much. before uh, the pandemic hit. I, I just enjoy being in front of people, yeah. uh, putting my spin on things, because um, I, I feel I can help everyone at least mm-hmm. in one different area. Right? Yeah. We taught a class the other day together. Mm-hmm. I'm going blank right now. What did we teach? Virtual oh marketing, virtual open, open houses. houses. We did. We did the reinstatement. We're going to talk about houses. virtual open houses. 
Yes. Let's, let's, let's just hold on that just for two minutes here while uh, we take a quick break. Okay, so we were talking about virtual open houses, and now we're in phase three. In you know, John, growing with we we always want to find realtors that are, are looking to grow within the company. If they're not, that's fine. But you know, when when we find somebody that is looking to you know uh, put in their own time and effort to help others grow, you know, we really want to encourage that. And so now, John, you're not have, like have, you're just. T teaching a bit of everything, right? As Emily was saying. I can pull John in, yeah, most classes easily yeah, to help, right. and he shows up and helps, and it's and it's great that way. Um, we did like the we did the the other it was virtual marketing we did, and then we just entered into phase three in Niagara. Yeah. So um, realtors are allowed to do in person open houses again. All of a sudden, last weekend, so we yeah. threw a class, uh, threw some information together for the agents, and we had quite a few show up uh, because I think a lot of agents want to get back in in person open houses because. Because get right. in front of people, John. Like you love open houses. Open houses is like a really mm -hmm. strong tool for you. Um, but we want to do it safely. So we have uh, just yesterday actually our company sent out. Um, there's a new form that Korea sent out. Everyone yeah. has to sign when they go in. Um, we have One these notices on the doors. You know, limit three per party. Limit yeah. five to ten minutes. Um, we're gonna have to you know have some challenges if it's a very busy listing and people lined up outside. Yeah. So we we want the the realtors to be prepared. John, are you? Um, what's your thoughts on back to in-person open houses? And are you excited to do them? Are you going to jump back into them right away? I'm, I'm, I'm in. I'm, I'm all in for open houses. Um, I think there's a, a a right and a wrong way to do most things, right? Yeah. So mm -hmm. as long as we can control our environment uh, and the way we let people in, the way we speak to our people. Um, I think everything will be fine. I think like the the safety protocols are going to be in place. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's going to lean a lot on the realtors as well, right? Agreed. It's going to yeah. command another level of, uh, of our, um, professionalism, yeah, and, professionalism and just showing our professionalism. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think it's going to be like a, a very careful balance because, um, we're trying to meet people. We're trying to, um, convert leads. Mm -hmm. We're trying yep. to get their information, asking them questions to get to know them, see if they have an agent, where are they looking? All these, um, scripts that I've taught them yeah. that they already kind of struggle with the new agents is getting comfortable with that. And now they're going to have to monitor traffic and get forms right. signed mm -hmm. and, 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 and explain, you know, we need correct information for contacts, you know, screen uh, tracing if needed. And, yeah. and so they're going to have to balance that. As, now. as professionals, though, I we know. know when there's going to be 
30 parties. I think 30 different parties at an open house. We know the super hot listings that are going to attract everybody, right? Mm -hmm. So even in those situations, I don't, I don't think that we would be against even having a couple agents there or an agent, one of our assistants, one outside of open houses, uh, just to maintain. What about, are you got, what about, and again, just chatting here, um, Mm -hmm. there's been some different uh, opinions on masks, opinions on, uh, COVID in general. Yep. So I think um, we need to have some uh, just just ideas for our realtors if they run into any situations with with people being, mm. um, you know, disagreeing and being kind yeah. of confrontational at the door with yeah. them. What do you guys think? Well, I think there just needs to be a clear message. And maybe there is. I haven't read through the entire like I don't plan on doing open houses right away. Um, not just it's just my team is just we're just not ready for it yet mm-hmm. i don't want to make sure that you know the feller the seller uh is, is in complete or feels completely comfortable before mm-hmm. we do something like that but i think that maybe there needs to be a clear message so if you're not allowed into a restaurant right now without a mask on then maybe it's the same for an open house but however i do feel like having an open house is going to be much safer than having a really hot listing holding offers until the next oh, for sure. you know, few days and then have 100 showings. And, and the only reason why is because there's nobody there to monitor that. Maybe there is an agent there, but I haven't seen any yet. And in those cases, maybe that should be treated as an open house. Bring your agent, bring whoever you need to bring. Mm-hmm. You get 10 minutes to walk through the house because, like John said, you know if it's a hot listing or not. You get 10 minutes, okay. walk in. I see what you're saying. Here's an idea. We might want to consider longer open houses, like three hours instead of two or hours. Or one at 11 and one at four. Yeah, I understand what two. you're saying, how it's kind of similar to the back-to-back, because I've had some listings where I'm booked every hour. Like, there's an agent booked every hour going through, right? Yeah, That's you gotta, so frustrating. You, you it's frustrating. But we're talking, guys, we're talking about, like, a two-hour period yeah. with, like, every five to eight minutes people going through so mm-hmm. I, I think it's just it's more i don't know it's it, it's a little do? bit more yeah. you could have open houses with two parties one party though too and then this conversation would be irrelevant right there, so. there's a lot of different things we can yeah. talk about at the end of the day it comes down to what i told i had some people worried about about running into people you know uh, confrontational and i said it, it comes down to what the seller wants that's their home that, that's their yeah. property and if the seller says nobody is coming in here without a mask yeah. on that's the seller's right and and nobody should argue that yeah. i don't well, think so and I, I hope nobody does as long as we're adhering to the board rules mm-hmm. and the provincial rules federal rules and then of course the seller rules yeah then we're all good um, but I mean, Emily, you're, uh, getting right on that stage three virtual house, mm-hmm. uh, preparation and training for the team, right? So mm-hmm. it's important. Okay. What else? What else? What okay. Else? What else? So what else? another thing, John. another thing That's I want to point said. out about John, cause John's our guest today. I want to talk a lot about John Thanks, is, <laughs> which I, I think it's, it's almost like a rite of passage when people join my team though, uh, but he go. got into video right away. Yes. So I want to talk oh, about video. Geez. I wish we it's could almost show a clip. Con- maybe we in can, my maybe we can edit contract. this and put a clip on. Uh, you must be able, you know, you must be on video sometimes. You must be willing. I don't even know if it says you that in my contract. through your I think it actually does I think it actually does. So you can't join my team without being on video sometimes, yep. but um, you went to video right away, and I'd, I'd say like you've had some really funny videos that you've done. You almost jumped in a pool for me in North End Niagara Falls at the time, but you didn't because you said you didn't have your speedo. Yeah, oh, I remember that now. Which oh, 
Yeah, now I remember. Okay, yeah. but I think you do some fun videos with Joe because I don't go on your shoots, Joe goes, and then he'll come home and he'll be like, I'm, I'm curious, check out, check out, check out John's video. And you're just like so comfortable in front of the camera now. You wear your colorful shirts. And I'm like, oh man, he's stealing my thunder. Joe's the man. He's the man. Uh, he makes me feel really comfortable too. I'm like, hey, wouldn't it be hilarious if I laid on this couch like this? Oh my gosh, that like, was that a good one. that would be amazing. One. You should do that. I'm like, Joe, I was super kidding. I wasn't being <laughs> honest at all, buddy. But you He's laid like, on no, that you couch. should do that and say that. And Can we uh, edit in the yeah. him laying on the couch, please? I'll send it That's to... That's a good one, yeah. <laughs> edit that in. Yeah, Cam, yeah, edit that in, pal. Let's go. But then you have a tagline. What's your tagline? Do you still have... From the one and line? only Barry team? It's John Kane from Revel Realty's one and only... That Barry, Barry team. team. <laughs> yeah. I used to do the flex down and all that, but that, yeah. that, that's in the past now. Yeah. You don't You've flex grown. anymore? I haven't. Is it because it is? Is it because the gym? too many shirts. COVID fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> I think I said COVID to you when you got into real estate. You know what, John? I don't know if you're gonna work out every day when you're busy realtor. And I think you were like, no, I'm. I'm always gonna work out every day. It's so important. And I think it's funny how you mentioned how it is tough. You know what? Um, let's squash that <laughs> because now I have a, a gym in my house. Yeah. I canceled yeah. my. I canceled my gym membership. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not saying don't go to gyms. I'm saying I'm not going to gyms. I yeah, love my home I gym. Mine too. I get to train with my my oldest Your son. son yeah. Um, my my daughter rides the bike every day when we go down and train. Yeah. Uh, my wife will do cardio beside us, yeah. and my kid will be playing video games upstairs. But it's a lot of fun. So it's, yeah. it's I've been an, thinking another about activity. It. You know, just piling the garage, putting a new floor down, and, yeah, and getting a home did. gym. Yeah. Man, it's expensive, though. It's expensive. Jeez, oh especially gosh. now, because it's in such high demand. You know why? It's because, like, man, same thing as... Well, it's heavy to oh, ship, right? All that... Uh, if you buy discount products... You get discount You'll get results. discount results, period. Yeah. Yeah. With fitness equipment, like, yeah. you cannot have inferior equipment. You need the proper items in order to get the results you're I looking agree. for, period, yeah. in anything in life. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so let me Good ask point. you, I'm going to put you on the spot here. So um, what I have uh, observed with John is that your customer surface with your clients is off the charts. Mm -hmm. So for somebody so busy doing uh, so many deals, because, I mean, you've done open houses where you've, you've got like, you know, three sales out of one open house. Mm -hmm. I've talked to you on days where you're submitting up to six offers for mm -hmm. buyers. And, oh and this is like, this is what he does. So he's very, very busy. But your customer service is, is always top notch with your clients. And mm -hmm. I hear you on the phone with them. You know, you answer the phone, you walk them through everything. Is there any like um, really memorable experiences you've had in real estate with like a family Good or like question. a tough situation that you've got people through and that, you know, you visit them afterwards and you feel like this is why I'm doing this. Oh, I love my job. Man. Is that really, too loaded question? It's, it's, it is not, it's a really, really appropriate question. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure I could pull tons of, I can let you think about it. It's a can, hard question. To answer. Andrew and I can make fun of each other for a few minutes. You know what? Maybe Actually, I, I, I can go into one. I sold the house Beautiful. really, really recently um in welland fantastic family great kids awesome uh husband and wife they were just nice to deal with period yeah. um however they had a terrible terrible perception of of realtors in general yeah. no trust it it was gone they had a bad experience previously and it's like everything I, mm. I, I do everything 100% in, just like you said. Um, if I say something, I'm going to do it. If I tell you I'm going to offer this for marketing, um, this for open houses, and, and this for the follow-up and paperwork when I contact you, every, I'm going to do that, period. Yeah. Um, I, 
I honestly don't think they believed me at first. They ended up choosing me over another realtor, which was great. So I felt I felt fantastic about that there. Yep. They're yep. always questioning everything I did. Questioning, questioning, questioning. So I would go above and beyond. Yeah. This is why we're doing this. This is the right step to do. This is a really good offer on your home. We need to open up, be vulnerable, let them have their conditional period, and, and just trust that the agent on the other end too is working to get this deal done. And the whole time... Doubt, doubt, doubt. It worked out, guys. Yeah. What do you know? Yeah. yeah. Follow expert advice when it's given to you. And uh, these people not only sold their property that they thought was unsaleable, we found them a dynamite home to move into. Yeah. Um, and that's great. That's fantastic. Um, fantastic well, and that, family and you know, what? know who you um, are. I think a lot of, and I'm thinking of cool, like classes he's taken that he's probably learned bits and pieces, yep. bringing his own, obviously his unique uh, personality into it, but um, walking people through that those scary moments where they don't have the trust with an agent and they see something and they're mm -hmm. second guessing everything and just staying patient with them, yeah. walking them through, holding their hands step by step. I'll, uh, I'll interrupt so you important. right there. That's mm -hmm. such a good point. The clients absolutely know when they want that home. If you're walking yeah. through a home and yeah. that client, they know when they're ready to buy that home. It's your job as a real estate yeah. agent to make them feel confident about that yeah. purchase. Convincing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, they know they want it. You got to put them over the edge. Get help that, get that's then that's great. your job. It, it was a good conversation uh, up traveling with a friend of mine who's not in real estate. And, uh, you know, it's just kind of, you know, talking about some real estate stories. And that came up. And, it, and sometimes when I was first starting out, I was like, hey, look, I, you know, really think this is what you t should do, but it's your decision. It's your decision. Hey, you do what, you know, you need to do what you feel comfortable with. And then eventually, and it was one of my friends, but he said, Andrew, he's like, stop telling me it's my decision and tell me what to do. Hmm. And see, you forget sometimes that sometimes you have the perception that you think clients think you're just mm -hmm. out for commission. You're not really there to help them out, mm -hmm. even though you're doing your best. And really, som sometimes they may think like that, mm -hmm. but usually it's because they've got so much trust in you as a professional mm -hmm. that they're, they're waiting for you to give that appropriate mm -hmm. response and give them that push into buying something. Mm -hmm. I know sometimes it's tough. You don't want to push people too hard when you're dealing with a lot of money or, or accepting an offer that maybe they're not too comfortable with accepting, but maybe it's just because we haven't done a good job explaining the market value process mm -hmm. and things like that. But you're absolutely right. Sometimes they just need that professional push. Mm -hmm. You know, what we, we did was, we, you know, I, I mean, I trained John a lot, but and then he learned a lot on his own, but it's really explaining to them. And, and getting down to like, here's the risks of this, here's the benefits, really dissecting their decisions. That's what they want from us as a professional. Agreed. They don't want like, you know, I, you know, well, what do you think? Like, do you want to counter it? Like, what? It, like, they're going to say, what? What should we do? Like, are we going to get a better, better offer than this? Yeah. What is? What's your professional opinion? Yeah. And I think there's that a lot of agents don't want to be the one to say do this in case it's wrong because yeah. we we do take gambles sometimes, mm -hmm. right? And we bring them an offer and they say, well can I get more? And right. then we have to analyze, you well, you've just had 16, 16 showings. Nobody else has given us an offer. Here's right. what the market's doing. Um, let's look at this offer in front of us. And, and I think we should work with it because they don't Very always good. have the, the, the knowledge, right. Mm -hmm. to, to know that there mm -hmm. may not be another offer as good as this come along. Right. And if we wait a month, we could get less. So, so I think they need guidance, but, but I also guide think them. that, um, guidance for sure. But I, I think, some agents as well, and this is what we try to do at Revel as well, is prepare you to um, not only negotiate with other 
um, agents, but also learn how to negotiate properly with your own clients. With your clients and what yes. I mean by that is that some agents don't know how to respond when their own client, when let's just say, use this number. Okay. Listed at 900, we got 895. It's been on the market a couple of days. The client says, you know what? Maybe I think we should counter at 900. <laughs> I'm like, look, this, it, and some people don't know how to handle that. They say, well, uh, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's only 5000 Maybe, yeah, maybe we I've can been counter. There, yeah. mm-hmm. And I get that. There's, there's, there's no harm in, in, in feeling that way. But you got to understand, these people came in with no conditions, chose your closing date, and it's $5,000 under asking. Yeah. Obviously, that's going to be different on where you price the home. But and then it's like gambling, right, guys? Exam- I, I always say it. It's like going to the casino, and you have eight, exactly. $895,000 sitting in front of you. My, I can't tell you to not take it. I don't know when right. you're going to get another five, ten thousand exactly. dollars. But sometimes that's just the seller mm-hmm. asking, yeah. simply asking. What do you, you think? think? I could get five thousand dollars extra. Yeah. Or hey, Andrew, yeah, let's, I think we can get five. Okay, yeah, but here's why we're probably not going to. Yeah. Right. So I think as opposed to panicking, we should all be fully prepared. And I think Revel does a good job. At, John, your you know, negotiation out. skills are are, are top notch, especially with other agents. So mm-hmm. I think you've learned that there's a lot of other realtors in this industry that can be very difficult to work with. And mm-hmm. sometimes yeah. that's our biggest challenge in a mm-hmm. transaction. Our clients are doing great. They're yeah. listening to us. They're motivated. You know, there could be a party on the other side that did a good, you know, made a good offer, but the other agent on the other side yeah. is being difficult and, uh, you know, doesn't know their job and, mm-hmm. and is, is creating some challenges. So it's really staying calm and professional is key. And you're very good at dealing with the other agents mm-hmm. too. I agree. I'm trying to think of, you it's, know, there's so there's much, so much that you guys are saying right now where we could do a full another podcast on that. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. um, well, I think that when you're dealing with another agent, the way, the best way for them to hear you out fully is, and I, and I started doing this really early. I'll write them a nice email. These are my clients. This is their background. They want this house. I'm following up with you. Here's their income. Here's their this. Here's their that. You pre-frame everything with that other agent so that yeah. they know that you're serious and that they're serious. Mm-hmm. They're pre-qualified through BMO. Well, this is the home inspector we're going to use. Um, my guys want this house. They have three kids. They're very, very motivated buyers. Yeah. Uh, what's it going to take for me to get this house? It's representing the buyer. The other strong, agent knows yeah. you're serious, mm-hmm. and then it, they flip yeah. on as well. And you and you, you're almost partners at that point in time. Yes, you are. Because they you're, you know you're working for your buyer They're and seller independently. Right? Mm-hmm. You, you're almost partners, and there has to be a relationship there. Absolutely, there's got to be a win-win. And not only that, you're in the best interests of all your future clients by holding in, in you know, uh, fostering good relationships mm-hmm. with the other agents, even outside your own brokerage, yeah. right? For sure. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just uh, shift and maybe we could finish with this. I know you have a team, Andrew. Yeah. I, everyone knows probably that John is on my team. John, um, I always get the question asked, should I join a team? What are the benefits when I'm yeah. a new agent joining a team? Like, should I join a team? Should I not? Do you, do you have any comments? Because I know you're one of our biggest team players on, on the Barry team. Like, mm-hmm. he's first to jump in to help out somebody. Like, huge team player, which makes you a great addition to our team. Um, do you have any advice for a new agent kind of wondering what a team's all about and if they should explore that when they're new? You should absolutely explore it. Um, <laughs> without a doubt. I mean, it, it's uh, been incremental to my career to this point, period, hands down, without question. Um, so if you feel like you want extra guidance, extra support, um, 
the ability to have somebody to talk to realistically. Yeah. I mean, I was in a gym environment. I talk to people every second of the day. I like being around people. I like having a team. Mm-hmm. Um, I, mm. I see a lot of value in it, hands down. And the new agents do get mentors at Revel. Yep. They're paired with somebody. Yep. But a team is a little bit different. Yeah, you mm-hmm. get other people. On our team, you, you, you get Joe. So, like, I yep. was the team leader. Technically, mm-hmm. I was your mentor in the first year. Mm-hmm. So I, I reviewed all your paperwork, and mm-hmm. I guided you through all of your 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 sales in your first year. But I mean, you were calling Joe, you were leaning on uh, Nick. If yeah, you guys, yeah. you know, were sick or on vacation, you were looking after each other's stuff and you had that like core group. Um, so, so that's what I explained to new agents. You know, there, there's give and take. It has to be like, for sure. I have to be getting something out of this team, but I also of have course. to be giving value to this team too. Absolutely. Right. And you offered us great value because I was leveraging like leads, like I couldn't get to, and I need strong people to give those leads to. And he listened to the mm-hmm. training and you picked up on things really quickly and you were converting. So yeah, team's a whole other podcast, right? Right. No, I agree. But I, agree. I just wanted to point that out because you, you started mm-hmm. on a team. This has been a lot today. Has it? Is there anything Good. you want to add? Yeah, we got about five minutes left yeah. to yeah. round everything up. And I'm, I'm yours, guys. Ask so me like, anything. Okay, so I'm ready what is to this? go. So as somebody who's a fairly new agent, I mean, you know, you've got a ton of experience under your belt I know. I don't now. feel like you're new. I know. Like, you I, don't, I, know I feel of... weird saying me? that, but yeah. Oh, me. Yeah. Well, I feel weird saying that, but like you're still technically a rookie if you were to win Rookie of the Year, right? It's, I don't know if you can years. win Rookie of the Year in your second or third year. I thought I would. I thought it was. I don't know. Doesn't matter. You were rookie of the year. I was rookie of the year, year. Revel Realty edition, right? Yes. So, the uh, most important that my, edition. That was my first That's year. I'm in my third year, guys. Yeah. Let's so you're so not. Yeah. You're, what, you're, what I meant by that, John, was uh, yeah. obviously you've been doing amazing, and mm-hmm. as a newer agent, what is some it. advice that you can give to the newer agents thinking yes. about choosing a brokerage? <laughs> Mm-hmm. I, I would say um, the main claim to fame in my eyes with regards to Revel Realty is 100% um, the mentor program. If you need help yeah. in any facet at any time, any yeah. time. We try not to I, tell everybody that I will two abs- in the morning. I will call. absolutely <laughs> help you and yeah. walk you yeah. through step by step. One of my mentees the other day said, do I, do I offer a lower commission because I'm new? I said, you're a veteran at this point. I'm walking you through step by step yeah. everything you need to do from beginning to end in this deal. Yeah. You are an extension of me, and I will make sure that you yeah. do a fantastic job. Oh, well, that's whether amazing. you're listing, whether you're buying, <laughs> and you are the number one agent around. Because if you have a question, you can absolutely ask me, yeah. and I'm going to give you the best advice available on the market how convincing Damn. was that and that then they're like amazing. that yes, should be our thank next you. commercial i'm going to charge for yeah, yeah. i think because I it, think it's, it's so true it is true. you are an extension of your mentor and your mentor is going to make sure that you do well and you know they're protected yeah i love it great at motivating the new agents um and and any yeah just a, just any advice to getting through this year in 2020 uh with all of the challenges yep. that we still have like what's like this single thing that if you could tell new agents that they should get on organization guys if you open up my calendar right now if we had my if we had my book <laughs> here and we opened it up you're gonna see follow-up calls talk yep. to this guy didn't want to talk small little notes didn't yeah, want to talk to make me today. notes 
follow up, boom, uh, Thursday, 4 p.m., because that's when they said they were available. Make yeah. notes, do those follow up calls. The clients will appreciate it. It's not a turn and flip game. It's not a no, turn and flip game. No. It's a build relationships, yep. help them along their journey and their process. And then that's when the, the larger numbers start coming, where you get right. the one, two, three, four, five, six months where. Um, sorry, six sales in, in, in one month because of the relationships you fostered yeah. eight months ago, a year ago, a year and a half ago. So it really is a time under tension game. Perfect. It um, makes me cry. It. <laughs> I taught him really? well. No, but okay. that's the secret to this business, is 100%. it not? It's relationships. It is. I always yeah. say that, and we're not just saying that. Like, that is seriously the, the you know, you've nurtured these people, you hold their hand until they're ready to mm-hmm. buy. It's not about meeting somebody, oh, they're not ready and moving on. Like, that's being impatient. I mean, that'll happen. Like, you're good at nurturing but them, right? Look at my, very few and far between. Look at my latest post. Whoa. Yeah, why it's do you look about so slick? relationships. And not customers. There you go. When you have all these cool pictures, like looking all cool. I gotta get on that. I don't have that. Very cool. Anyways, John, thank you very much for coming on. As you know, we appreciate your uh, your time here today, Uh, Emily. Your time as well is valuable. Oh, I love being on the Revolutionary Podcast. The B Revolutionary. B Revolutionary Podcast. Ooh, I failed. (laughs) Okay, guys, thank you, and we will tune in next week with you. That was the worst. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was an uh, epic fail ending. Eh? I said the <laughs> podcast name wrong. That was an awkward yeah. ending. <laughs>